Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A. Fox. It's been a long time. I know we do it every two weeks since I started school. I know once school is over, I promise, I promise. Y'all know y'all girl is a go-getter. I got goals to attain, so just be patient with me, but I appreciate everybody that's been listening. I still get so much feedback, and people still call me about, oh, listen, I ain't like the way you said that, but that was true. And, you know, I love everybody who listens to me. Thank you for, so much for all the support I've received. It's almost been, this is the third season of According to Fox, and I just want to thank everybody for just being a part of it, and we only going to get bigger and better. Just, just wait for it, okay? Without further ado, let's get this episode started. So, apparently, Vladimir Putin and Russia decided to start some shit with Ukraine. Now, I'm not going to pretend to be a political pundit and let y'all know everything that's going on over there. Because quite frankly, I feel like America never minds their goddamn business. So, I'll be trying to mind mine when it comes to foreign affairs. Nothing against any. on it I somebody likened it to <laughs> I love the internet by the way I'm just <laughs> before I even get into what they said it was about um they likened it to an ex-boyfriend basically Russia's the ex-boyfriend they don't know how to take no for answer and <laughs> I was like I mean that makes sense I guess in the grand scheme of things it's an ex-boyfriend they don't know how to take no for answer and, you know, he loves you, and now he wants you back. And being that he don't want you back, he's going to sort some shit. It, I got to find it. Apparently, the way the girl broke it down, a lot of people understood it. I hope it was true, because a lot of people said, oh, that makes sense when you put it that way. And, I mean, I have to find that first, because it it's something else. <laughs> but, uh, again, I'm not a political pundit. I won't begin to pretend to know the inner workings of what's going on between the Ukraine and Russia. I just know that this ain't none of my business. Like, I just, it has nothing to fucking do with me. So, I just, and again, do I care about what goes on with other people? I do, you know? And... I'm not saying that it isn't right, whatever's happening. I just know it's two sides of a story, you know? Like, I remember when Fidel Castro died, um, a lot of black people were like, like, a lot of black people I knew was like, damn, that sucks. But the Cubans was like, thank God. You know what I'm saying? They were like, no, he was a, a tyrant, and he did this, and black people were like, no, he wanted equality, he wanted this, and... He wanted certain people to be treated a certain way. And he wanted everybody to share because he thought capitalism was trash. 
And I was like, oh, so like, honestly, it depends on who you ask, right? Most people are saying Russia's wilding. And that's a good amount of people. I don't know anybody who um, basically isn't really saying that. But then um, I'm hearing because you the Ukraine joined NATO, it was like a slap in the face. For, I don't fucking know. I wish I could find what that girl said about it so y'all could understand. But I do know nobody else is playing with Russia right now. Like, they really not fucking with them at all. The United States has added sanctions and fucked up their banking, too. You know Russians have, like, oligarchs. And those are people who, you know, have some type of fucking pull that's almost like kings, but they not. You know? And... They over here taking money, people. Netflix is not playing in Russia because they got the war. I said, fucking Netflix said, what? Like, it's like, it's crazy. Oh, I found it. So the girl says, the Ukraine and Russia crisis in simple terms for those that have no idea what's going on. Her name is Tommy Lee LaFleur. Uh, Tommy LaFleur, sorry. Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia feeding him, letting him use her car, and giving him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call her quits back in 1991. Since then, Ukraine has been working on herself, becoming a strong, independent woman with help from friends like France, America, Poland, etc., offering her support, loaning her money, and helping her find her way. By the way, I love the way America finds time to give money to Ukraine, but Haiti needs some fucking money, but whatever. Shout out to Haiti. Sakpase. Ukraine has been enjoying being single for 30 years and looking forward to continuing to grow and create new friendships. Now, Russia, being the toxic ex that it is, wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating any new relationships. A couple weeks ago, Russia started sitting in the front of Ukraine's house, and when her friends asked him what he's doing there, he said, oh, nothing, just getting a little bit of exercise, and that's all. After her friend told her that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, he said, they're lying. They just want you to be scared of me. That's not what it is. Yesterday, Russia broke into Ukraine's house, beating her up and taking advantage of her while on live stream and double dog daring any of her friends to do something about it. And if they want smoke, Russia got that thing on them. Damn, that was such a good explanation. I get it. Like, I get it. I do. I get it. All right. If that's what it is, then shit. Okay. That's, that's different. It was a toxic. I do remember them breaking apart from the so when it was the Soviet Union and USSR and shit like that. I definitely remember that in school. I wasn't as as old as I am now, so I remember bits and pieces of it. But yeah, that was a spot on explanation. Shout out to Tommy Lafleur. That shit was amazing, sis. Um, women are amazing. We'll get to that later. But yeah, so that is what's happening. With the Russian-Ukraine war. Niggas is not fucking with Russia. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is not coming out in Russia no more. A lot of shit isn't coming out in Russia. They really going to like take all the money from them. Apparently now, they're not going to take any Russian exports either. So I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of vodka. But um, where's Ciroc at? Where do they make Ciroc? Because child? Mm-mm. But yeah, America is is telling Russia not to do certain things or we're not going to work with them in this way. And, you know, NATO, NATO's doing their thing, so they stopping shit, stopping the money from coming in. The best way to stop war is to stop the fucking money. 
But, you know, there's also some weird shit happening. Um, apparently, there was a reporter. I say apparently a lot. I'm sorry, yeah. There was a reporter basically speaking on what was going on in Ukraine. And it was supposed to be 157, like, bodies that, like, people have been dead. And it's, like, black-ass body bags. So, you're like, oh, shit, they got dead bodies over here just lined up. Son. The wind started flapping, and one of them dead bodies took the fucking bag, <laughs> took the body bag, and tried to place it over them, but the wind kept flapping it. So now somebody's going towards the person. This is all on camera. This is all live on the motherfucking news. So now, like, niggas is playing dead to look like all is death in Ukraine. That shit was funny in the light to me. That was just mad weird. Like, why the fuck does the media do shit like that? This, this is why this nigga Trump had a little pull with that word fake news. Because that was the fakest news I've ever seen. Your man literally was like, oh, let me go get the, let me get the bag back over me. Uh, I forgot I was dead. Son, y'all dead ass about that? Like, y'all dead ass? And let's not even get into... The black people who were denied exits from Ukraine during all this shit. While they bombing places and blowing up airports and having airstrikes. There are black people who live there. There are students. There are um, basketball players that are overseas that play for Ukraine and all kinds of countries. Remember when Allen Alvin played for Turkey and Stefan Marbury played for China. Like, niggas play overseas all the time. So, for this to happen... And then they wouldn't grant safe passage for black people. And this is what makes me not empathetic to the plight of white people. Because when it's the same plight that we share, y'all either quiet or y'all don't give a fuck. If it inconveniences y'all in any way, it's fuck black people. Black lives matter until your life matters. Like now it's like, oh no, mine first. Then then your life then your life matters, black man. But um mine first. So you got people going online and then you telling people, oh, you can't go unless you're Ukrainian. Men, women, this and the fifth, you have to go to the back of the line. Oh, now we in the back of the bus, back of the line shit in 2022. This is what we doing. And mind you, I've been seeing a lot of people on Facebook very vocal about this shit with Ukraine. As they should be. Especially if that's your people, that's where you come from. As you fucking should be. But please do not expect the same energy from me when... My people are dying in the streets, being murdered at the hands of police and all type of shit. And y'all are dead ass quiet. Y'all don't, don't, don't expect me to donate or post pray for Ukraine. Y'all don't pray for us right here. And after the way y'all carried on the fucking Ukraine, they had to get Nigerian consulates to get people out. You got niggas like Young Thug trying to find planes and trying to get private planes to get fucking African students out of Ukraine. It is funny how you want us to find the humanity to save you, but you can't find the humanity in yourselves to save us too. This is the shit I be fucking talking about. America, mind your business. Y'all ain't fixed racism over here. Y'all barely do shit when it comes to what happens in, in the inner city, quote unquote, urban environments. But y'all going to go all the way across the fucking water in the freezing cold damn near Antarctica to stop something that's happening when you can't stop shit happening on your own motherfucking soil. All right, America, mind your fucking business. 
We'll see how long this war lasts. I'm just hoping it ain't World War III because I don't have the time. And for some reason, terrorists think, like, America is New York. And I'm here to tell y'all, there are so many other places. I'm not I'm not wishing it on other places. I, I, I didn't mean like that. I'm just saying, it's so many other places. Everybody like, oh, let's just go see what the Statue of Liberty doing. Let's bomb that. Nigga, why you ain't, you don't like the Midwest? You don't like the South? Like, why the fuck is New York always y'all target? And then we always got to rebuild and come back and be the best city in the world all the fucking time. It's exhausting. We a city that never sleep, but we fucking tired. Leave us the fuck alone. Let us rock, please. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just got upset. I'm just, I'm just. They hit the tower twice. Like, I don't think people understand that. The towers got hit two separate times. 1993 and 2001. You ain't no other fucking landmarks. For I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was an outburst. My apologies, y'all. Um, sorry. But speaking of, you know, the war. So, being that the United States has tried to stop exports coming in from Russia, they are stopping gas. And gas is already fucking hot. Gas is GPA. It's like summa cum laude. GPA high. Dean's list high. You know what that means? Four point something. That's four fucking dollars for gas. I'm taking a lift, so I'm not really mad at it. But that only, it's only going to be a matter of time when them lift prices go the fuck up too. I'm I'm actually starting to look and see if I could get a hybrid car because I feel like if I could get a car that runs on electricity too, I might be all right. I'm, it might work out for a bitch. It, it might be okay, you know, because this this is crazy. I saw some spots in LA is looking at seven, like they about this seven dollars a gallon. War is not good for anybody. Literally, there is a song and it's called War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. It truly is good for nothing. But somehow, Russia's like, fuck that. We gonna declare war anyway. Niggas put the fucking big spade down and it's over. They they trying it. They really trying it. You drivers out there, I more power to y'all. Cause that's that's too much money for for a full tank. Full tanks of gas they used to cost you thirty four dollars, costing you sixty seventy five. What? What? They overcharging niggas for what they did to the coal crush. Like this is craziness, crazy. And now that you want to stop Russia from giving this shit, this shit only gonna get worse. First off, I didn't even know we got gas from Russia. I thought we started wars in, in the fucking Middle East just so we could have lower gas prices. That's not my... I don't think that we should. I don't think we should have started Desert Storm or any other war because of gas and oil. But, you know, America's going to America the best way they fucking can. And so I'm thinking all them wars that we started for like 25 years with Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, whoever else. You know, I thought we had supply oil with all the shit we was doing. Clearly, we don't. What the fuck was we at war for then? Like, what was y'all doing? Y'all fighting over oil that's running out right now? Come on now. Come on now, America. Y'all just going to keep American in, and it's like the worst. America is, y'all call things ghetto when it pertains to black people, 
And I definitely disagree. If you want to use a negative connotation on the word ghetto, it has nothing to do with being black, but everything to do with America. Because America's the fucking ghetto. Okay? Ghetto. Niggas saw wars everywhere. Somebody else saw the war. Now they got a problem. Don't mind they fucking business. And the war that we done saw, they ain't give a shit. Like, what is happening? Oh, I'm so upset. I didn't even realize America bothered me this much. And no, I can't go to my country because this is my country. They took my ancestors. This is the only country I goddamn know. And I don't think Africa's accepting new niggas. So, America, this is... Apparently, I'm stuck here. Just like the rest of y'all niggas is. Shit. But these gas prices are, like, insane. Insane. Um... Again, hybrid vehicles. I'm definitely going to check that out. I cannot afford a Tesla. I know that for sure. I I know that is not in my ministry at this time. One day, one day, in that great getting up morning, I will get a Tesla. But that day will not be today. Um, But shout out to all you drivers. I know it's rough. And I heard because of prices, jet fuel prices have risen as well. So now that means... Plane tickets are going to be exceedingly high too, so you can't even fly nowhere. You can't, <laughs> you can't travel first class and change your forecast. Nope, that's going to cost you way too much money. Now, yeah, well, this all need this this war needs to stop already because oil's already scarce. So this war needs to chill. Um, Joe Biden, when people go back to work, I think that's crazy. I. As helpful as it's supposed to be to the economy and all actuality, I think a lot of these businesses are saving so much money with people working from home. These buildings in Manhattan, the rent is ridiculous. Like they are, I remember I worked in the building, I think the rent was something like 80000 a month. A month, not a year. A month. You were supposed to spend 80000 on fucking Fifth Avenue and 14th Street, which is not the best neighborhood, right? And if you work from home, you, you're you saving over, that's like a million dollars, right? If 10 months is 800000 this year is close enough. Damn near a million dollars a year you saving. That can go anywhere. That can go to higher wages. And then you're not paying for, like, supplies. You're not paying for coffee. You're not paying for paper. Paper is wild expensive. If you ever want to open a a business that needs paper, let me tell y'all. That's going paper and ink. As an office coordinator, that shit is the most fucking money. So paper, ink, coffee, little snacks, whatever shit you got. That like a lot of companies are saving money. It it doesn't behoove them to actually go back to work. To be very honest with you, if the if the productivity is like the same or even higher, it it's not enough to sway them to you know bring people back to the office. But the president is trying to get people back in there because the economy is in the downward spiral. But you know why the economy is in the downward spiral? Because we about to mind our business in the war. They ain't got shit to do with us. That could be it, too. So, Vladimir Putin is fucking y'all up, you remote people. Yeah. But I think that's what that's what Biden wants to do anyway. Which is funny. Like, you are the leader of the free world, but you want to tell niggas to go back to work. Nigga, you got one of the best jobs ever. 
Some people don't want to go to work to see these people. Like, the fuck? So, it's it's just like a, a whole myriad of things. Now it's like a domino effect. So, it's a war. Now you got to go back to work. COVID ain't too bad no more. New York, take your mask off, but keep your mask on. Everybody who got fired and lost their job for not having the vaccine, you still ain't got no job. But right now, you don't need a vaccine requirement and nothing to work. Like, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> like... I don't get it. If every if now the vaccine thing is overturned, getting people their jobs back, you might as well. Because this is insane. You going to have people, they've been out of work since September. Yeah, so that's six months of some people who did not want to take the thing. And then let's not get into Kyrie, who, and that's the thing. I, was, I wasn't for it, but I understood the logic. So it's like, oh, if everybody in the ball clay has to wear a mask and be vaccinated, then Kyrie should be. And I'm like, all right, then that makes sense. I did not know team, teams from the opposite, you know, opposite teams from other states did not have to be vaccinated to play in the ball clay. So you telling me this man can't play at home because he's not vaccinated, but somebody from another state can play and not be vaccinated. I didn't know that. That don't make no fucking sense. Here goes the man. Oh, I want to lift it and I want Kyrie to play at home, but it sets a bad example. What bad example? You just lifted all the fucking mandates. So how does it set a bad example? My nigga, that, that don't make a lick of sense. So Kyrie can't play still. He can't play in the Barclays, but unvaccinated players from other teams can make it make sense. And that's the thing. Nothing has made sense since this fucking pandemic started. And these dignitaries and people that y'all hired and and fucking elected, because I damn sure did not elect Eric Adams, are not making any sense of this shit at all. Oh, it's... uh, I miss y'all, by the way. I just want y'all to know that. I miss y'all. I haven't spoken to y'all in such a long time. It feels good to get this off my chest. Whew. Whoosa. Um, Another news. Kim Kardashian is officially a single woman. And I never in my life did I think I'd be so proud and happy for Kim Kardashian. I am not a fan of Kim Kardashian. Just I just don't get it. I don't get the allure. I feel like it's a lot of appropriate appropriation. From her and her sisters, except, except, um, Courtney and Kylie, not Kylie, definitely Kylie, Courtney and Kendall. I think Courtney and Kendall are just the same way that they were. They look exactly the same and they, they deal with who they deal with the same. It's all fine, you know, and it had nothing to do with black men because Kendall dates racially ambiguous men all the time. It's the mere fact that it's like, they they took the aesthetic of a black woman, started dating black basketball players, getting a body built like black women, and then like disrespecting black women in the process. Especially that fucking Chloe. I can't stand that Chloe. I don't like what they did to Jordan. It's a myriad of reasons why I've never been a fan of the Kardashians. A, a slew of them. But Kunye has had me. Just like I said before, agreeing with people I never thought I'd agree with before. And, you know, according to the judge, you know, Kim was ready to be single. And he granted that wish for her. And I'm so happy for her. 
And I hope his craziness calms down. But he definitely got a little Kim clone. Literally, little Kim clone. That girl is 24. She wasn't even born when Biggie and Pac died. Like, she was just like, not a thought yet. Which is incredible to me. She's born like 1998. The fuck? You got a girl born in 1998? Really? Like, come on. And she definitely looked like Kim Kardashian before the money. Or Kim Kardashian 20 years ago, maybe. But Kim Kim looks good for her age. Again, I'm not a fan, but I ain't a hater. I see it. The bitch look good for her age. So she looks she looks good, period. Not even for her age. So she looks like, like the girl's probably older sister, if that. And, you know, he got him, a, you know, a great value version of Kim. And let's see how long that lasts. Let's see how long that lasts. And then once they break up, it's going to be a full-on, oh, my God, I miss her. And oh, it's going to be just a, a whole fucking show like he's been throwing for the longest. And I'm just happy for Kim. She gets to move on. Um, Hopefully, he moves forward amicably because there are too many children involved for his fucking shenanigans. Um, again, I did not see the documentary. I care not to. I don't want to see the documentary. And I know so many people saying, oh, but it'll change your outlook. But it won't change my outlook because I was a Kanye fan during that time. When that documentary happened, I was a fan of him. When they were filming stuff like that, I I loved his production then. I loved the person he was then. I do not care for him now. I don't think I'll ever care for him again. I don't think a... An old documentary from over 15 goddamn years ago is going to change my idea of him now. People change all the time. People aren't who you think they are. People aren't who you want them to be. And Kanye is that person. I have not been a fan of Kanye since 2013. And every year he increases it. He makes it the reason why I really don't fuck with him. You know, and now it's more than ever. I I could I couldn't care less about him. I just couldn't. So no, I'm not gonna watch the, the documentary. Say what you want about it. It's fair. It's fine. I'll be okay. But um, congratulations, Kim. I hope you move forward, and I hope you know better things happen for you. And I hope you and Pete have a lot of fun together. Maybe that's what you need. Just some fun. I heard. Pete is slinging something crazy, which is why he be getting bitches that are completely out of his league. So it got to be something. Plus, he's funny. Bitches love funny niggas. A bitch love a funny nigga. So good luck to you, Kim. Welcome to our fabulous sports segment. So, I know I was just talking to you guys earlier about Russia. Brittany Griner, she's a WNBA player. Um, She actually was arrested in Russia last month. So, the details are very murky still. Um, Today, they posted her with like... You know how back in the day when ISIS would like have captors... And they would make them write things and somebody's reading something on a white old tag paper. And they're like, you know, it'll be another page, another page. It was one page where it says her name on it, which is weird. Because I'm like, why? Why is it like that? 
Um, she was arrested for drug possession, but she had a vape cartridge. I don't, I don't believe that's drugs. I know in America it's not, but a vape cartridge, does that entail drug possession? She's facing up to 10 years in Russian prison. Russian prison. I don't know about prison. I, I just know Russian prison is not the place I want to be. Especially as a black American woman. Um, there are little rumors basically saying that she might be like used as a pawn in this whole war thing. And I hope that's not true because America does not give a fuck about the WNBA. And I'm not being a dick about it. This is real life. Like the fucking Liberty chartered a plane and they damn near lost their ability to be a franchise. I guess they wanted them to take a Greyhound bus and didn't want them on. I don't know, but they find them $500,000, which is pretty much how much they make in four years. Like, women who play basketball do not make LeBron James money. They don't even make coming off the bench money. Like, they, like Tristan Thompson's salary is the entire Liberty. Like, that's their entire thing. And I mean, not just the players. I mean, coach, the, the ball boy, the, the, the fucking trainers. That's everybody's salary mixed in one. It might be two teams put together. They do not get paid any real fucking money, to be honest. So, if they think the way to America is Brittany Griner. Brittany, I'm praying for you, sis. I am, because they don't even support the fucking WNBA. I don't even think America going to budge. We got to get Britney the fuck out. I'm not even a WNBA fan, but this is, like, crazy. And that's the reason why she was there. In the offseason, she plays for European teams. Because ain't no fucking money. She has to literally make money all year round. She has to play all year round in order to make her money the way she needs to. So she plays in in Europe. I, I don't know if it's a Russian team specifically. I know she does play overseas in the offseason. So, again, these are very murky. A lot isn't happening. They don't know everything. All they know is she's looking at 10 years of prison time. And I hope they are not holding her hostage. I hope they're not making her a prisoner of war. We got a free Britney Griner ASAP. ASAP. I hate the fact that it's a black woman, too, that y'all just got jammed up in Russia. Shit. It's, it's crazy. And there are people who play for Russian basketball teams and Ukrainian basketball teams who trying to get the fuck out and who was go- struggling to. But for her to be arrested and detained and it was last month and we just hearing about it now, that shit sound crazy. So free Britney Griner, please, somebody free her. Because if it, America had their way, child, I would hate to think. Free her, though. Free the good sis. Um, Russell Wilson has been traded to the Denver Broncos. And I don't know how to feel about that yet. It seems like a fair enough a fair enough decision. Um, The Seahawks haven't really made crazy moves in a while. They have a Super Bowl under their belt. Um, the Patriots took the next one away. Shout out to Tom Brady. But 
Yeah, they haven't made too much noise. They haven't been like contenders like we know them to be. Um, shit, need that my Patriots. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a it's a change of the guard. It's younger quarterbacks coming in. A lot's happening. Shit, I don't even know how Aaron Rodgers just scored like the biggest damn deal in history at his age. But um, it's it's a change going on. It's it's a lot of young players now and. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this change is necessary for Russell. You know, maybe this is something that he needs. Maybe this is something, a change of venue, a change of pace. Maybe it'll work out. You know, I, I actually think it, it can make a difference. We'll see how it goes. Um, he has to pass the physical, which we know he, he will, and he has to sign off on that. Once he signs off on it, the deal is done. He also asked Ciara for one more baby. That boy love him some CZ, okay? Love him some CZ. He proposed to his wife on the Ellen show. Like, he proposed to her again and said, can you please have more babies with you? And I know CZ, like, listen, uh, it's hard to get to keep this figure going. I got three kids already. This nigga trying to make me big. But, you know, CC, CC said she'll give him one more. So that's dope. That's, that's dope. They do make pretty babies, too. And I love the way he loves Future. So, um, I don't know if he's okay with... I don't know if I could see Sierra in Colorado. Cece? Well, I mean, well, Seattle ain't, ain't dope either. But, you know, she had to live in Seattle. So, <laughs> I guess Colorado is very high, you know. It's it's the it's the altitude is crazy. It's a lot going on in Colorado. It's mad weed, but Cece don't do weed, do she? I don't think Cece smokes weed. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But shout out to Russell Wilson. You know, they always make a lot of moves together, too. I think they're minority owners in a women's soccer club, too. So, yeah, you know, they got money. They got other avenues. But it's not over for us yet. Ten years with the Seahawks. It might be time to move on. So, congratulations to Russell Wilson. We'll see how that plays out next season. Um, The game. So, y'all know how I feel about the game. Y'all know I find him to be wildly attractive, but then I don't find him to be attractive because nothing less attractive than a corny nigga. And he's a very corny nigga, like, beyond. Oh, guy, so corny. But he can rap his ass off. I will always say that. Game does not have a bad album. Game can outrap a lot of people. I, he's not on anybody's top 50 list, and he definitely fucking should be. But I can see, I love how niggas can overlook rape, <laughs> sexual assault, murder, snitching. <laughs> niggas can overlook all that shit and be like, nah, but his music is bopping. Shooting women in the foot. You know, like, they can overlook all that shit. But let nigga be somewhat unpopular and corny, they will renounce them forever. Like, y'all niggas kill me. He's like, nah, I know he raped bitches, but his music still bopped, though. Like, that nigga really got some shit. He got some hits. That nigga really rap. I know he murdered his best friend. I know he shot that bitch in the foot. And I know he raped this bitch a couple times. I know he slapped this bitch a couple times. But, you know, his music still slaps. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's up. Oh, this nigga corny? I don't listen to no corny nigga rap. Like, what? <laughs> Man, it's so weird. It's so weird what y'all put limitations on, like what y'all will not fucking do. So, either way, I say I have to say this. 
game is wild corny, but he correct. So I did not watch Drink Champs. You know why I didn't watch Drink Champs? I keep telling y'all, Nori's the worst motherfucking interviewer in the world. My homeboy's next. Sent us a fucking screenshot of the video. He said four hours. It's a four-hour show. No. There, no. There's not, none of the time in the world can make me listen to Nori and game for four hours. Especially a drunk game and a drunk Nori. I can listen to game rap for four hours, but to hear his opinion on anything for four hours, I'd sooner jump off a fucking, I'd take a long jump off a short bridge. Before any of that. I promise. Okay. Okay. So these are the tidbits I took from one. Because again. I'm not sitting there watching through four hours a game. And neither should y'all. No one should. No one should have to deal with that amount of nori. In that amount of time. So. The first thing he says is. In the two weeks. That he's been around Kanye. He's done more for his career than Dr. Dre has his entire career. We're starting in 2005, so that's 17 years. First off, I just need the dick sucking to stop with Kanye. Like, I don't understand why everybody feels the need to fillet him. It's, It's disgusting to see grown men do that. It really bothers me. And I, I was, I'm still mad at Big Sean because he really tried to play you on fucking Drink Champs. And then you go on Drink Champs and you speak your piece. And then the next day y'all hanging out. I, I don't know how y'all could tolerate public disrespect and private apologies. But, you know, do y'all. But if you're going to talk shit about me on a grand-ass platform, you better resend those remarks on the same platform. Keep that fucking energy. Point blank, period. But whatever. It's the dick sucking for me that that just bothers me. So, for the two weeks that you hung around Kanye, that what I heard when he said, I've been around Kanye for two weeks. You've been writing for Kanye for two weeks. Just say that. Yes, you wrote a good amount of that album. Okay, cool. Just say that. 17 years, my nigga. I find it funny because, and y'all can say what y'all want about documentary. That was, it was on G-Unit. But that was a classic album. Classic album. Went five times platinum. And Dr. Dre was all over that shit. That's one. Two, after you left G-Unit and you did the Doctor's Advocate, because that is pretty much about you and Dr. Dre. You are the Doctor's Advocate. Who the fuck else is the fucking Dr. J.C. on? Who else were you talking about on that album, J.C. on? And I know your name is Jason. I know you're just trying to be fancy with that spelling. Your mother probably spelled it JC on, but your name is goddamn Jason, and you know it is. Either way, with that being said, I think that went two times platinum, and that was after you and 50 was beefing. So you mean the two weeks that you worked with Kanye, he got you seven platinum shits? He got you eight? Because no, no, he didn't. And I think, and he wanted to act like he wasn't salty about the Super Bowl. I honestly do believe he should have been in the Super Bowl. I do. I'm not going to lie about it. If you're going to have game there, I mean, if you're going to have 50 Cent there, and you're going to have Mary J. Blige there, who ain't got nothing to do with that entire aftermath shady shit, or death row, and I love Mary. I just don't know how, how she ended up a part of that shit. 
But it worked. If you're going to have game there, if you're going to have 50 there, I keep bringing him up. 50 there, married it, y'all could have did Hate to Love It the remix together. It, it would have fit. It, it would have worked out for everybody involved. That's all I'm saying. It, it could have happened. I feel like he's still very salty about that. And that's one of the comments. The other comment was that he'll, do, uh, he'll kill Eminem in the versus battle. I don't disagree. I disagree, but I don't. So, I know Game's albums. Like I said, he don't have a bad album. I love Game's music. I do. I believe that his music isn't as popular as he thinks it is. As much as I enjoy it, I know it's not popular. Eminem has popular music. He's a white rapper. His music is fucking popular. Even if you don't like it, people know it. So... If you want to talk a versus battle, I don't think he'll win. I don't. But if we're talking content, I believe Game raps better than Eminem. And I say that to say this. Eminem can rap, but I haven't cared about what Eminem wants to rap about in quite some time. Because now you're not in the trailer park. Now your life is not in shambles. You're not fucked up. You don't really have much to tell me. Like, you don't really have much to discuss with me. Because your whole brand was either talking shit about pop stars or I'm poor, my mother hates me, my father left me, my uncle killed himself, my baby mother hates me too, and I just want my child. All of that is no longer a thing for you. So it's like, I don't know what else Eminem can tell me. His wordplay is amazing, though. Game is a rap ventriloquist. What, what do I mean? That man can sound and write and rap like everybody. If y'all have ever heard Jesus' piece, you would know what I'm talking about. Game has a song. Ali Boumaye, that nigga sound like Meek. And he has Meek on the song. He has Meek on the song, he sound like somebody else. He got a song where he sound like J. Cole. He got a song where he sound like Future. This nigga is a rap fucking ventriloquist. It it takes it takes some talent to not only write like you rapping like the nigga, but to sound like the nigga you trying to rap like. And then you can still rap by yourself. Game can out rap a lot of your favorite rappers. Not even gonna hold you. That is a skill. To not only emulate, imitate, and do it. Just as good, if not better. If you hear the fucking second verse of Ali Boumaye, that nigga say free big bitch, see murder. Go, go New Orleans, go to Baltimore, go to Compton, you'll see mur- murder. And my ARC murders, that's beef nigga, no burgers. I'm insane, you say nigga Ben Stern on them burners. He sounds like Meek Mill. That's Meek's flow. That's Meek's delivery. That's Meek's everything on that shit. And he is that Meek. Y'all go listen to Jesus Peace. I'm, I promise y'all. And that's a damn good album, too. To me, that shit is a classic album. I don't got no, nothing bad to say about Jesus Peace. I can listen to that shit straight through right now today. Game can outrap a lot of niggas. And I feel like Game can outrap them. I think he could rap like them. I think he could come up with two fucking songs that sound exactly like Slim Shady or Marshall Mathers. Or whoever you want him to be. 
I I think he has a horse in that fight. I think he he can actually say that. Beat in the verses? No. I don't think he could be in the verses. I don't think he has as many hits as M does. But the nigga can rap. I will say that. So you guys know I usually do my shows on Mondays, but it is International Women's Day. So, you know, I wanted to shine a light on us. Shout out to us. We are women. We are divine. We are amazing. We are phenomenal. Shout out to us. We deserve all the flowers, all the roses, everything that you got to give us. We shall take (laughs) all the honor. Okay, um, I don't know when this became like such a, a hoopla, but I'm happy for it. I like these newfound holidays. I still, I love Juneteenth. I love International Women's Day. I love shit like this, you know? And I feel it's only right to, you know, discuss our place in this world and what we bring to it. You know, we are the life givers, some of us, i.e. me. Don't want to be that guy, Um, but we have the ability. We're the only people who have the ability to bring life into this world and carry it for nine months, you know. Um, We. All right. So I kind of want to I want to talk about our black, indigenous, brown women of color. I want to talk about that. I even though I don't like women of color, I, it just sounds like you saying colored women. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> but either way, um, I just because it's International Women's Day, so I feel like it's 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 for us. No, right? Okay, okay. Just I'm just checking. Um, we have been through a lot, you know, in in the country such as this, and I. Such as this, such as America, <laughs> and I love how far we've come. It's I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of Kamala Harris, but to have a black and Indian woman become the vice president is a huge deal, and it it shows little girls. How this can be you. You know what I'm saying? You can be (laughs) one step removed from, you know, being the president. Black girl. You know, black girl from HBCU who was in a sorority. Who's in a divine non-sorority. You know, like, that's that's pretty amazing that you can relate to somebody like that. Again, not the biggest fan of her. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty amazing how far we come. And I know a lot of change hasn't been made, but there are people in the forefront who are trying to um, exact that change for us. Um, we actually got our first black female Supreme Court justice nominee in Katanji uh, Brown Jackson. So, I used to be one of those people because my uh, no, my name's Amber. So it's like, it's not like I think I'm better than you because my name's Amber. I think I'm better than you because my name's Amber Fox. My whole name is Fire. That's why I think my name is better than yours. Not because my name is Amber. It's because it's, with Fox, my shit is amazing. Anyway, but I used to be a person who used to really like say shit about ethnic names, and then. I saw an episode of Blackish. Shout out to Blackish. And this is when Bo finds out she's pregnant with the baby. And Dre's like, all right, let's name him Devontae. And she's like, I'm not naming my son after the last, the, mo- the least important member of Jodeci. And everybody knows that's Dalvin. And that's what Dre said, too. Because I was like, um, she's bugging. Dalvin's the least important member. Finest, but least important. And she, he was like, he's like, but like, if people hear the name Devontae, they're going to automatically just know he's black. And he said, so, and I'm like, you know what? That's true. So like, like, yeah, it's a black ass name, but so what's the secret, you know? And it's nothing wrong with having a great big black ass name, you know? And it, I used to be one of those people who's like, why is your name that? Like, why would your mother for nine months hold you and, and say, you know what my know what that name missing? An apostrophe, a hyphen, and a fucking accent mark. I I still don't like that. Like, why all the punctuations? But either way, if your name is a particular way, if it's unique, African made up, all names are made up. But if it's like, you know, a strong black name, you say that big strong black name with your chest. And you make sure they pronounce it right every motherfucking time. I was actually delighted that her name is Katanji. Because if it had been like an Ann Clark, like, it had been like, okay. But Katanji Brown Jackson, that's a black-ass name. I'm mad proud of Katanji. You 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 in the Supreme Court with the they, they would have never thought, okay? That shit is fire to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, people with the with the big names and the extra accents, y'all make sure they pronounce it. Your name is your name. Word tomorrow. Don't let nobody fuck up your name. Don't shorten it to make people feel better. Don't make it easier. If they could say Fucking Russian names and Ukrainian last names. Names that don't got no fucking vowels. Just 18 letters and consonants. Niggas know how to say Shatavia. All right? Don't let them tell you that they can't say it. Okay? If you could say... I'm Fucking the wire runs my life. If you could say Prezbalewski, you could say Katanji. All right? Try it. Figure it out. Sound it out. Shout out to her. She's been nominated. She hasn't. She doesn't have the job just yet. Hopefully, she does get it. I think there's a big chance that she'll get it. Shout out to you, Katanji. It's it's a lot of shots we've taken. Thank you to AOC, um, Alexandria Ocasio Torres. She's a um Congresswoman, 
Elon Omar, it's um Ayanna Presley. It's a lot of women that's trying to change the game for us through Congress and the government. Like even with all this happening with abortion and people trying to make you go to jail for like longer than a rapist if you abort a rapist baby. They are fighting for us. They are on that grand stage and they're, they're saying everything that needs to be said and they're trying to make sure that we are heard and they, that they are our voices. I love that for us and I, I appreciate them for, for what they're trying to do. You know, especially with the voting and there's um Congresswoman Cori Bush. It's so many people that have changed the landscape of what Congress looks like. Because, you know, people in Congress be on there for like 60 years and they... They take their money and they make all these little decisions for us poor people or people in the in the hood or people who can't afford certain things. And then when it comes to their kids, they get to fucking thwart all that and just go on the opposite, opposite side of the law and do whatever they feel they need to do. This is a, a new breed of Congress people. And trust me, I know I only said a handful of them and you know it was hundreds of them, but it's we're, we're going to make this progress. It's going to be better for us, I promise. And I, I see it, and I thank them so much for what they've done for us. And the strength of a woman, we, we go through a lot. I want my black men to know we are on the battlefield with y'all every step of the way, no matter how often we beefing. We beef but like any other family. We beef, we don't get along, we be having issues, we call each other out on our bullshit. But when it's time to come together... You, we don't got to ask, you ain't got to ask whites and we don't have to ask whites. We know what it is. We on the front line with you. We on the battlefield with you. We fighting for y'all. We'll die for y'all. You know? And it's, it's, we, we need y'all. We're the queens, y'all are the kings. And I, I think... I love how women are finding the beauty within themselves without, you know, trying to look like everybody else. And, of course, everybody's getting the BBL and everybody's getting this. And it's a lot of that going on. But it's a lot of self-love that seems to be happening, too. It's a lot of people just like, I want to be happy as long as I'm healthy and happy. I'm all right. You know, I want to do things that 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 work for me. I want to make myself a priority and I'm not going to live my life the way someone else thinks I should. I'm going to live it for me. And I see that in the millennials, you know, people of my age group and these younger kids, these younger girls, my little cousin Mia, my little cousin Heather, my niece Kaylin, you know, my niece Chastity, my niece Mariah. I have so many nieces to me. It's Maya. Goddaughters, Nyla. There's so many little girls out here, and they are like all in this. I don't know what their generation is. If you're born in 2008 ish, around like the late 2000s, I don't know what your generation is supposed to be. But I love how these kids know exactly who they are. These little girls have such a strong sense of self at such a young age. And I'm so jealous because when I was their age, I had no idea what kind of person I was. And they already know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, these little girls are smart. They're intelligent. They're beautiful, talented, great people, you know? And it's it's good to see that this new generation of kids are just, they're going to be so much better than us. So much better. And um, there are some other 
women I would really like to shine a light on. Um, I said Kamala, right? I did. Um, Ava DuVernay, you know, she's a great director. And she started directing, like, in her late 30s. Like, they said uh, 34, maybe. Not late, like, mid-30s. 34, maybe. Picked up a camera. And she's, like, a highly sought-after director now. Lena Waithe, too. I love Lena Waithe stories. I do. And... As a woman who's masculine presenting, a masculine presenting lesbian, she really does tell a lot of stories well. Like she can tell the story of like Queen and Slim, and that is just a heterosexual couple on the run <laughs> from something. And then she has a show called Twenties. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it was good. Um, and then she does the shy. Like, she's really super talented. I love whenever she comes out with a new project. I really, I'm going to try to watch 20s. It's just Condola's on there. And now that I feel better about Condola after Issa's back with Lawrence, I, I think I can watch her on TV again. It was just me not fucking with Condola. Um, Issa Ray, fucking Issa, man. Issa's like, my role model, and she's like two minutes older than me. But Issa Rae is oh, amazing. That woman can do it all. She's like incredible. Shout out to Issa. Like that lady there, she's working, working, working. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of women out here who are like just kicking doors down and and making shit happen for themselves, and I appreciate it. Shout out to the most important one of all, my mother. Like, that's an international woman right there. Raised three kids, got her college degree with, with grown-ass kids. And, a, and a, I'm lying. I wasn't grown. I was definitely in high school. My oldest brother was grown. But shout out to her. She's a great mother, great grandmother, a great aunt, a great woman, a great wife. My mother can do it all. She can do everything anything. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. Shout out to all the women in my family. Shout out to my cousins who I speak to. (laughs) Shout out to my best friends. Shout out to almost every woman I know I've ever come across, you know? And it's, it's, it's beautiful to see how we are and how we've grown and how we are still growing. And we will always you know, be the backbone to the society. And you know what? Shout out to me. You know, I'm not a mother. Don't want to be a mother, but I'm an auntie. I'm a godmother. I'm a podcaster. I'm a college student again. (laughs) I'm an IT coordinator. I'm trying to be a TV writer right now. I know your girl got mad hats. I know I don't have enough time to do most of this shit, (laughs) but yeah, shout out to me too, you know. International Women's Day. I am woman. Hear me roar. Pause. (laughs) Our weekly hustle is for Happy International Women's Day. So, it reads, you can't spell hero without her. Happy International Women's Day. This has been According to Fox. See y'all in two weeks.